Matt Eberflus has recently commented on the future of Justin Fields with the Chicago Bears, but really not saying much. And I'm going to ask the question today, are the Chicago Bears telling us the future of Justin Fields on this team without really telling us? We're going to look at that, plus we're going to look at players who have had career years so far this season with the Chicago Bears and dive a little bit into the mailbag. All that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. And so, Matt Eberflus was recently asked about the future of Justin Fields, and he said this on 670 The Score. The decisions have not been made, and those are waiting until the end of the year when everything is finalized. Again, our focus is on Atlanta. We have a big challenge this week against Atlanta. We will cross that bridge when we get to it after the season. We will look at all those things as we do every single year, and we evaluate everything from A to Z within the program. Now, there's a couple of things you can take away from this. A, Matt Eberflus, are you even going to be here to talk about we're evaluating anything? But with that said, this even kind of go- coincides with uh, with comments Ryan Poles has recently made as well, and it's raised that question around, are the Bears kind of telling us what's going on with Justin Fields without telling us? Now, former GM Randy Mueller as well, he was interviewed by The Athletic, and he said this, offensive coordinator Luke Getty was hired to run a Shanahan-style 49ers-Packers offense. He just tried to pivot that to more of a QB-friendly attack for Fields, but it's still a work in progress. Vision from the pocket and getting the ball out on time, they're still holding Fields back. He must do a better job at playing on schedule. He's clearly explosive off-schedule throws and some throws to predetermined targets, but there are only so many of those that you can utilize. The thing that really kind of brought all this home where it made, made me realize that Mueller doesn't know what the fuck's going on here, he said this, if I repose, I will keep the coach, keep the coordinator, and let them have ample input on selecting one QB from what I see as a group of three prospects now. This is not a, a, a mindset that's not uncommon, right? There have been other Bears fans, whether it be a new coach, the current coaches, let them pick their quarterback that people have said. And I understand that mindset. That is a typical mindset that you hear around when it comes down to coaches and and quarterbacks. But the thing is, when you talk about holding on to Luke Getze, that right there is going to let me know you're not really in tune with the Bears themselves. You may know kind of the things going around around the Chicago Bears. You probably watched a couple of games, but you really don't know. Now, I get it that, yes, Luke Getze's offensive system isn't one that's necessarily built for a quarterback the type of Justin Fields. It just isn't, right? That's win, lose, or draw. It is what it is. And you have to ask yourself, even with the quarterbacks that are potentially coming in, maybe a Drake May, but definitely Kayla Williams doesn't necessarily fit into that, that, that prototypical type quarterback that would theoretically work with Luke Getze's system as well. But the Bears overall, there's a big thing right now on what the future of Justin Fields is really going to be. And that is something that you just, that you're not going to escape the storyline of it. With the Bears having the number one overall pick, and like I've pointed out a couple of times before, you don't necessarily know exactly what's going you know, to happen with the future, how good the Bears' defense is going to have them. Is it going to make them a playoff team where they don't necessarily have the options in front of them to maybe draft a quarterback this high ever again? Well, in the recent future, in the in, in, in the soon come future, but just because of how well that defense shapes up and looks like it's going to be going forward. Mueller also put in this as far as the players that have really come out and have made stances supporting Justin Fields. DJ Moore every week as ass has not wavered from his and you know even we got a comment uh earlier uh in last week somebody saying well if the fields move on from uh, from justin fields it's going to be ab- absolute mutiny in the in the locker room and 
here's the thing. These are paid professionals, and Mueller's saying this. Players know, players understand. Um, that locker room understands as well as probably going to be a little hard for the new guy to win over the locker room. But we're all big boys, and the new quarterback is going to have to win over the whole city from that standpoint. But, yeah, it's not without some trepidation that a decision like that is made. And that is what you have to factor into as well, right? And and I've always been of the mindset, you know, with my thought process on it, you take the best player in the draft, Marvin Harrison Jr., which we got a voicemail on that, and I'm about to cook Darius here in a second. Uh, so we, we got a voicemail on that, which I'll get into. And you improve the offensive line. You improve the weapons. And then you still have time on Justin Fields' rookie-scale contract. Now, if you see one of these quarterbacks in Drake May, Caleb Williams, being that type of quarterback that you think, hey, this is the guy that we can move forward to our franchise with as our franchise QB, if Ryan Poles and Kevin Warren walk away with that, it's going to be hard for them not to go ahead and draft that guy with the number one overall pick. But when it comes down to it, you guys know my thought process on it. And I don't think that Justin Fields has been put necessarily in the best situation for his skill set, but he still needs to improve. It's not, it's, he's not outside the realm of critique at all. He gets criticism as well for the things that he does and does not do on the football field. And this is going to be something that I, 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 you, you got to continually look at it and just think that this is going to be a, a tough decision for the Chicago Bears front office. It's not going to be something that is going to just come as easy as us fans make it look like or make it seem like it should be. But it is something that you definitely want to review and look at. Justin Fields has improved from last season. But you have to ask yourself, has that improvement been enough to where you see um, that, that with improvements with the offensive line, improvements with the weapons, improvements with the coordinator, is that going to necessarily be enough to where you're, you're betting your, your, the future of your franchise on it? Now, again, I'm not the one running the franchise. And at the end of the day, I'm a Chicago Bears fan first. Now, I am a Justin Fields supporter, and I do think that Justin Fields it can be better than what he has been for sure. Right. And I, and I know that he has things that he needs to improve on his game to truly get there and understand that uh, that that happened. Two things can be true. You can understand and, and like Justin Fields, but also understand the dude needs to work on some things. And the up and down nature of, you know, Bears fans wanting this instant gratification in a way. And it's not I really I really hesitate as well saying that it's instant gratification only because at the end of the day, um, it, the, the Bears fans have been seeing uh, the QB position be a position of struggle for decades now for the Chicago Bears, right? It's not anything that it's like, hey, we had a quarterback. We're just anxious to get back to having a really good quarterback. We've never really had a franchise quarterback that has won at a high rate for the Chicago Bears. And that's something that every fan is going to want and has the right to want and, and, and yearn for. And that's not going to go away. And so when it comes down to it, this decision that's made around Justin Fields may coincide with the decision that's made around the head coach. And I will say this, Ryan Poles as well with some of his comments, to me, is putting a, a, a focus and an onus on the coaching staff needing to be better as well. And we could see some drastic improvements made with signings in that coaching staff as well. The Bears got two games left. And when we make it through these, how we make it through these two games, I don't necessarily know if that changes the direction too much of where the Bears are going. If Ryan Poles and Kevin Warren are on top of it as much as it seems like they are and as much as I believe they are at times, they already kind of know the route that they're going to go. And, you know, who they can get for the next head coach may be the decision there. And I understand, too, like even what Mueller's saying, keep the head coach. Now, keep the coordinator. That's not something that I can understand at all at this point. I got I to gotta question how much you're watching actual Chicago Bears in and out when it comes down to that. But when it comes down to it, man, um, while Justin Fields has improved, he still has more than enough room and for growth still left going forward, and he has to tighten up. And it, like I've said before, it eliminates the the any other excuses around Justin Fields if you make certain decisions this offseason to try to put him in a better situation going forward. So 
we'll end up seeing, man. And, uh, you know, it's it's going to be a long offseason. It's going to be a tough one. And it's going to be a, an exciting one as well. There's going to be moves made, whether it be coaching changes, whether it be player changes, whether it be moves on from Jalen Johnson to Eddie Jackson trade, Khalil Herbert, Deontay Ford, whatever goes on there. We talked about some of the upcoming free agents. It's going to be a long offseason of tough decisions for the Chicago Bears to put this franchise on a better track. Now, whatever that may may come of that, it may come of that. We're going to keep reviewing it here. While I may have my leanings and things that I want to see this team do, make no mistake about it. I am a Chicago Bears fan first. And when it comes down to it, I'm going to support and root for whoever's on this team. And that's just what it comes down to it at. And if if tough decisions are made, I just tell you what, and like I've said before, you better make the right ones, right? If you're going to move on from things, you better make the right decisions because, it, again, you can't keep resetting your clock and try to move forward. If you keep resetting that clock, at some point, you're just you're, you're avoiding the inevitable. The fact that you just you have to dig in and see it through with somebody. And so I get it. The fans, the, the discontent with Justin Fields, I understand it. Don't always agree. I get it, though. Um, the, the desire to see and maybe want the shiny new quarterback, I get it. Don't always understand it because, again, if we have the same issues, that quarterback is coming in to a lot of the same issues we have. And, you know, this is a Chicago Bears team that has been improving. Like, hell, we've doubled our win total over that, right? So we got things that we have improved on. And when you look at it, like, yeah, the offense has been a struggle this season. We're 21st in points per game. We're 28th in passing offense, only 182. Right, we're second in rushing offense, which we know we're a damn good rushing team. We got the core to do that. Total offense, we're twentieth. So we have improvements that we absolutely need to make. Absolutely need to make. We're twenty fifth in sacks allowed, so I'm I'm happy on that part of it. But we got things that we need to improve, that we need to tighten up as a team, and that's something that Ryan Poles, Kevin Warren, they have tough decisions to make. The defense, though, is definitely a platform that you can build off on. We're 21st in points allowed. We're the first rushing defense. We're only the 25th passing offense, but again, it's been much improved over the last month or so. So we got things that we that we definitely need to, to work on. But this is a Bears team that now we've seen it has the bones, and if you make the right decisions this offseason, we could be talking about the Chicago Bears going on a run to a playoff appearance next season. But let me know what you guys think on that. But I also want to talk about Bears players that right now have been having career years, right? And one of it, you got to go through Jalen Johnson. Through 15 games so far, Jalen Johnson has a career high in interceptions with four. Again, that a lot of that coming after the addition of Montez Sweat. And we've talked about how the addition of that pass rush has helped the pass coverage and how Jalen Johnson, we have yet to see the best of Jalen Johnson if you can get a, con, a consistent uh, pass rush next season if he does return. Uh, 10 pass defends. Uh, we got a, a return touchdown for the first in his career, 34 combined tackles, 29 of those being solo, one tackle for a loss, and he kept opponents to a 54% completion percentage. That is his career best. And quarterbacks when passing to him have had a 49.7 QB rating. Again, a career best. Jalen Johnson is having a career year in every shit single way that you are shaping that up, and Cole Komet is right behind him. Cole Komet, 70 receptions on 86 targets, an 81 pass completion a catch rate on that a career high 678 yards receiving six touchdowns and he's one touchdown away hopefully he can get back healthy with that knee injury from tying his career high which was just last year as well at the end of the day Cole Komet has responded extremely well to getting his money getting his deal and you're seeing why he's going to be a big part of this team as well and listen hey Cole Komet has been balling out this year you really love it and then a newcomer as well to this team TJ Edwards TJ Edwards has absolutely been balling out for the Chicago Bears, man. Just when you look at the number of tackles that he has, 143 combined tackles, 
Um, that's only 16 tackles behind his career best year, which was last season, and he could possibly get that. He's averaging nine and a half tackles uh, uh, this year. So you look at that, if that averages out over the next two games, he's going to break his career high there. Uh, he has a career high in sacks at two and a half sacks per game. And overall, outside of the stats, TJ Edwards just makes impact plays, and he's done that every single uh, 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 game, just basically. And then you got to bring in the new addition in Montez Sweat as well. Montez Sweat has come in here, and he's immediately had a huge impact when it comes down to it. He's had five and a half sacks so far this year, and six and a half for the, I'm sorry, he has six sacks for us for the Chicago Bears, and six and a half for the Washington Commanders, getting to 12 and a half overall in the season. He never even reached double digits in seasons before. Montez Sweat is having a great year, and he's He's completed that year with the Chicago Bears, and hopefully he's going to build a uh, build off of that as well. A career high in pressures with 39, a career high in in, in uh, combined tackles, and a career high in solo tackles. Montez Sweat has been absolutely balling, and he's been a big part of why the Chicago Bears defense has been much improved on the second half of this season. And then lastly, DJ Moore. Man, listen, DJ Moore has been everything that we want him to be here. A 70% uh, percent, uh, catch rate. On there, um, you know, it's the only time that he's passed that up in his career so far. He's 11th in yards receiving. He's tied for sixth in touchdowns at eight. He is absolutely having a monster season for the Chicago Bears. And I would not be surprised if the guys that we mentioned here are all on, on pace to be pro bowlers this upcoming season. But let me know, what are some of the performances that or players that you think have performed best and ha- have had career years over this season for the Chicago Bears? But say we got a voicemail. We got one from Darius. Let's go ahead and get into that now. What's going on, man? Darius here from Dallas. Um, I'd just like to know, man, what what is it about Marvin Harrison Jr.? And you, you said this at least just at least once every episode. What is it about him to where he's head over heels, best player in the draft, and we gotta draft him number one no matter what? Because you're really strong on that stance. So I want to know what is it about him? Are, are you looking at his stats? Because if you're looking at his stats. Uh, neighbors, uh, the, the kid from LSU has just as good of a stats as him. Okay, uh, uh, the, the kid from Washington, Adunze or whatever. I, I feel like from a talent standpoint, it's just maybe not as good, but definitely good enough to provide a boost for our offense. So I, I just I feel like everybody's just attaching. They, they, he's Marvin Harrison's son, and so there's a little bit of hype behind that. I feel like I don't I, I don't I get it. Because if we take him number one overall, man, and he ends up being Kevin White, we just set our franchise back a couple years. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I, I don't – I agree with your I, – I love the fact that you said – like, he's a great talent. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I would love to have him added to our team. Him on the other side of, of DJ Moore, that is fucking scary for an offense to go against with our running game that we already have along with what the defense is doing. I'm with you, but I'm just, is there maybe another wide receiver that we can get, you know, maybe we can trade that, trade our fifth pick back or something and, and get a wide receiver with the 15th pick that might be just as good. I'm just saying, let's not say we got to draft Marvin Harrison number one overall. What if somebody calls us, man, and we can go, we can go get, do like what we did last year and we can trade that sucker. That's what I'd rather do. I'd rather trade that son of a gun, get a player and another first round pick next year from a sorry team that's going to give us the number one overall pick again next year. And we can just keep using that as leverage every fucking year if teams want to do it. So I'm more so, I want to trade that first pick, particularly with a team that I know is going to have a bad record next year, so we get another high pick so that we can get even more players or even more capital and just keep doing that. And that's what Belichick used to do back in the day. Not exactly that, but he would always find a way to get some leverage with some picks 
and just trade back. And he built a Super Bowl roster with that. So I think that we should do something along the line similar to it. I don't think we should just be sitting here saying, hey, Marvin Harrison Jr., best player in the draft, we got to get him no matter what. Because at the end of the day, we just don't know, okay? We just don't know. He's Marvin Harrison's son. I get it. Is he a great player? Absolutely he's a great player. But, hell, I like the kid from LSU just as much as I like him. I like the kid from Washington just as much as I like him. I think they're all have, have, have equal amounts of potential, okay? So I, I get what you're – get- So, first off, let's, let's go ahead and, and correct a few things from Darius. I have never said the Bears absolutely need to draft Marvin Harrison Jr. I have said that I would take Marvin Harrison Jr. with the number one overall pick and keep it running. And you're comparing Marvin Harrison Jr. to other wide receivers in this. Let me. Let, you can only be doing that, especially with neighbors, if you're just looking at stats. You have to actually watch football games to understand the impact that Marvin Harrison Jr. has had, especially this season with an Ohio State team that has had a mediocre to terrible quarterback throughout all of it. Marvin Harrison Jr. has been the reason why the Ohio State offense uh, has been what it's been this season. And that doesn't mean necessarily by him always getting the monster stats. It means that he has such a gravity to him that he makes the game easier on everybody else around him. So when you ask, why do I? Why am I so high on Marvin Harrison Jr.? Yes, there are other wide receivers that can be damn good for the Chicago Bears, but I'm extremely high on him because he is an impact player and has the it factor that a lot of players just don't have. Now, yes, you can get it. And we, me and Bobby have talked about it. You can get a really good wide receiver in this draft with your with the Bears' own first-round pick. Neighbors is one of those guys. He can come in and make an impact, but guess what? He's four inches shorter than Marvin Harrison Jr. He doesn't have the difficult pass uh, uh, rate of Marvin Harrison Jr. And again, he did not have to carry an offense from a wide receiver position like Marvin Harrison Jr. did. 144 receptions in the last two years for 2,474 yards and 28 touchdowns in just two seasons. Marvin Harrison Jr. has, and keep in mind, last two seasons, different quarterbacks each one of those seasons. Marvin Harrison Jr. has been balling out, and it's not just about the impact on the stat sheet. And this is why I always say with sports, you have to actually watch the sports. You have to, not just the highlights, you have to watch the game to understand how Marvin Harrison Jr. has helped this, uh, that Ohio State team have, if you, when Marvin Harrison Jr. isn't on the field, it takes such a, a tick down. So, yeah, I bring him up when we're talking about the number one overall pick because I've watched every single game that Marvin Harrison Jr. has played, and I've seen the impact he's made for the team, and it's not just on the stat sheet. And if you talk about pairing that with an already an impact player in DJ Moore, it's, it's, it's amazing. And then on top of that, he also, when it comes down to it, he's the best prospect in this draft. That's it. That's it. That, go and look at it. He is the best prospect overall in this draft. Yeah, their quarterbacks ranked above him because, again, they're quarterbacks. You're going to expect that to happen. And, and typically, wide receivers who go number one overall, they do disappoint. So I will give that as well. So, uh, listen, at the end of the day, he's gotten the highest pre-draft grade since Calvin Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald. And those are Hall of Fame players. So, yes, there are other really good wide receivers in this draft. But when I'm talking about it, it's not just about talking about really good wide receivers. Marvin Harrison Jr. has the potential to be a true generational talent. At, and it has, I've never even mentioned him being Marvin Harrison's son. Never. In any of my review form, I've never once mentioned that because that doesn't matter to me. It's how I've seen him perform every single game. And that's what makes the difference, Darius. Thanks for the voicemail. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Chicago Bear Central at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so. 773-242-9336. We are 
the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related thanks to you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, Chi-Town up, Bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break, 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 media. media.